Live from the Talking Joe Studios. It's Talking Joe with Chief and Ben. Hey, 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 it's the Chief. I'm joined by my buddy. It's me, it's Ben. It's half term. I've gone wild. What does that mean for you, though? Because you're a stay at home you're a stay home dad. It doesn't mean anything, yeah. does it? That well, no, it does because the kids you, are at home. It? Well, no, I mean, I am a stay at home dad, but I work from home, so it's Emma's in New York at the moment, so it's a bit full on. But I guess you, your little one isn't even at school, is she? No, she's in nursery, so uh, none of the half term hijinks for the chief. Do they, do they not have half-terms at nursery? I guess they don't. Some of them do, uh, but the one that we use doesn't. You can still go to half-term, so you can right. still go there during half-term, yeah. What have you been up to? Um, been doing some painting. I uh, posted up that picture of Bosk and the Hoth Wampers. I was going to say, not your house. For the uh, No, no. <laughs> Star Wars Imperial Assault, baby. <laughs> comes before the house. Miniatures. Um, miniatures, we- yeah. I've got, I'm going to probably do Jabba this week, maybe an ATST. Jabba. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you put on special goggles for that, so you can uh, zoom in? I don't know what you're talking about. What, As like in... telescopic lenses? Well, it's intricate, is that a thing? isn't it? It's intricate. Is that a thing? I don't know. Well, no, I don't. No, when I, don't I know. see people Naked doing eye. that, they've got like um, usually they have a like a big weight and then like a bendy magnifying glass. Okay. Have not, you not seen no. that? And then they're not. looking through that. Never seen because that. Because it's so intricate, some of the stuff you're doing. Yeah, God, I mean, you must I'm, have I'm a steady not, hand. I'm not a uh, pro painter by any means, you know, but, you know, I'm fairly pleased with the results. But that's I just, guess a yeah. Wampa is um, you're just Fair lashing easy, it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. Bosk, though. Bosk looked pretty. Um, Bosk looked good, didn't he? Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. I like how much you, you, you know, you do the base plates really well. Yeah, I've got, some good, key. got some good. That's uh, key. Got some good Citadel uh, paints. They do these kind of textured paints which are specifically for bases so you can get two types one is i used a uh, one for the wampa and some other ones i've used which are kind of gritty almost i've got sand in the in the paint um then mm, they got these other ones where you put a thick layer on you wait and then the base actually cracks um, uh, like dried mud or something like that so i could tell then they're, they're definitely not lead are they these things no no that's a that's you know metal miniatures is kind of a thing of the past nowadays is, generally is it? it's kind of resin plastic right is, is just done thing. because of what cost i guess can, uh, i guess cost but you can also get uh more defined better sculpts you can get more of detail course. in the sculpt than you can with metal the weight was nice though wasn't it oh weight was nice yeah we, get, we used to get all those uh games workshop stuff yeah, yeah warhammer yeah. 40ks you know cool it. man what yeah. also watched also watched a movie spy I don't know if you've seen that movie. Oh, I don't like those sorts of things. It was um, a silly one, yeah. So it's a it's the dude who did um is it Paul Feige or Feige? Feige, yeah. Feige, okay. He's, he's done yeah, I he's don't He's done a lot of things, hasn't he? Done a lot of things. Um that sort of comedy like Bridesmaids stuff. Things, Bridesmaids. Or? Did he do Ghostbusters? Ugh, shut up. The remake, he did uh I don't know. You um, see the trailer for the new Ghostbusters? I have the teaser, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tease me. Tease me. But anyway, Spy, I thought this is going to be an absolute load of junk. Melissa McCarthy is the lead. She's like a, a handler for Jude Law's Spy. She's like office-based, and she has to end up going into the field. So it's 
It's kind of a, it's parody-ish of Bond, you know. But yeah, it got good reviews, I think. I actually, in the end, really enjoyed it. The I was like, this is going to be junk. And I actually read, and spy. Jason Statham is a comedy legend. I didn't even know. He's obviously, is he the bad guy, isn't he? I guess. No, he's, he's a secret agent that basically ah. just swears all the time. Okay. And blinding and uh, yeah. Oh, I've been watching films, nothing quite as contemporary as that. I've been, uh, I went back and did the Terminator films. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yep, did Terminator 1 and last night I did T2. Where are you stopping? Right there. Oh, do you know what? I'm actually, after this, I'm going to put T3 on. I'm actually quite excited. And then you're stopping, surely. I, then I'm going to do Salad Nation and then after that I'll do Jenny Smith. Right. <laughs> so, Salad Nation is Salvation. <laughs> Terminator Genesis. Oh, Jenny's- oh, okay. I haven't. Okay. I haven't made those up. Those are actually in the zeitgeist. <laughs> are they? I've yeah. not heard that before. But yeah. I'm out of touch with uh, now, the youth of today. I what I people tell me. I've got friends that really defend T3, and they yes. basically say it's a natural progression from T2 because I think you forget how T2 is so <laughs> different from that first film. Yeah, it's um and such a big gap. It's like eight, nine years. And how are you? What you know? Do you do you prefer it if you've got to watch one of them again? Which one are you watching? I'm I'm definitely doing the first one. Really? It's, yeah, it's a proper slash film. There's no growing it's up. So good. We preferred T2. Yeah, but hey, I'm not. They're both five star films for yeah. me. Hey, hey! I tell you what I did do though. I got totally sorted and organised for awards season. Did wow, a, that's big news. Name? Basically, I have dusted off the tucks. Uh, I've got a I've got a Hawaiian shirt on um, nice. with a rainbow coloured bow tie. Uh, I'm looking out into the crowd. I see lots of familiar faces uh, who've joined <laughs> us for award season. Hey Brad, how you doing there? Good man. Nice, nice to see you arriving. Uh, <laughs> I like see this. George, George, Mr Clooney. Thank you for turning up. Um, they're not up for any awards, obviously, but they're just here to see the show. Chief, you should see what I'm wearing, and I'm not actually joking. I look like <laughs> Kevin Smith right now. I've got a double XL. Uh, Chicago Red Wings. Strong. No, no, no. Sorry, not not Chicago. Um, Blackhawks. Blackhawks. I've Jesus. got. I wanted Detroit, Detroit. Red Wings. Yeah, because they're my team. But obviously, I was in Chicago. And uh, we say you say they're your team because obviously we used to play NHL hockey '94 yes. on the Mega Drive. Yeah, Steve yeah. Eisenman. Yeah. Uh, Chicarelli. Yeah. Dino. Yeah. You know um, so. I'm in a, a replica ice hockey jersey. It was about 260 bucks. Jeepers. Like hundreds of pounds. That's going and out for breakfast money right there. It's, it's got, like, it's the ones that you actually re- wear on the ice. So gotcha. I thought I'd wear it to award season like Kevin Smith. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all here, so uh, we'll probably get a little fanfare here. I can hear the horns blowing. So it's time for our... Get on with the ceremony! Second awards show of this Every Joe Story Ever tenure, um, where we will be covering the year of 1984 and the back half of 1983. Did we get a name for these as well? Oh my goodness, I had one job and I did not come up with that. Yeah, well... Did you think of anything? Well, I, I said one, but it got shot down. What did you say? The well, Golden the gold, Joes. Or... The Golden Joes. That's a strong All name. Right, we'll have Chief. it, we'll have it. The Golden Joes. All right, so any particular order you want to run down these in, or should I just do it as I've written down? Well, I'll kick us off. I think it makes sense to do issue first. Okay, that is, that's the headline one, though. We'll go with the headliner then, yeah? 
Oh, I see what you mean. Actually, no, maybe you're right. Maybe we should build up and go the other way. So right. let's actually start with uh, the listeners category, which was... Listeners category. We had a few suggestions here, and we're actually going to go with uh, Cavball Customs on Instagram, who uh, gave us this category, and he said, best new vehicle. That's a, that's solid. Cavball underscore Customs. Check him I, out. He's got I a good account guy, there. I think he segued over to... Ben flying retro. I'm sure I've seen him pop top up. Top man, top man. So best mm. new vehicle. Um, quite a few to choose from. Don't forget we're going from issues 16 to 30. That's our that's our margin here. Um, There's a lot. To just choose to from. give you an idea, we've got things like the Rattler, which makes an appearance in. Obviously, it, it's a big issue in 34, but it does make an appearance in 22 at G- General Flag's uh, funeral. You've got yeah. the Whale, which is a big one. The the Moccasin for Cobra. Uh, We could even include that Cobra Glider that Snake Eyes gets away from Destro's Castle in in 21. Yeah. Um, If you want to say that stupid Dr. Venom snake outfit, as in the S-N-A-K-E, whatever that stood for. Definitely don't want to say that. Um, There's also the vehicle, which name escapes me from issue 24, which Hawk jumps in when he's chasing Cobra Commander. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. What is that? That's really annoying me. Oh, that's man. really annoyed me. Oh, we're that a shambles. Car- that was well, in the car- a shambles. That, that was the car- in the cartoon a lot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, have you got a, a favourite there or a top two? What's, what's, what's yeah, your yeah. winner? So, I, I know what your winner is, but no, because I don't think you do. So it was it was between the two. whale. It was between two. Yes, and I essentially I kind of sort of slipped into toys, and I was very attached to the whale. My, you know, one of my best mates had it. Yep. We used to use it in setups, and it is awesome. Yes. So I did go with the well, and that was even though that was introduced pretty late on. Um, and honourable mention was the Rattler. Yes. Um, I think I am gonna go. I think I know what you're gonna go with. Well, go on. Water moccasin. No, that is an honourable mention. Oh. Uh, but my winner is the Rattler, even though it doesn't have a massive amount of page time in issue 22 when it comes to us reviewing the next lot it's not going to be a new vehicle so no it's not and I, I thought that as well so i'm giving it to the rattler with an honorable mention to the moccasin because let's face it it's, it's effectively in every issue we could have uh we could have had zartan's swamp skier in there as well if we wanted to but yeah i've actually got that I haven't got zartan got i've that. got i've got it's zartan annoying. i've got his uh face change i've got the swamp skier but i'm missing the handlebars oh dude i've got those <laughs> you can have those let's <laughs> have um, a full set okay let's uh let's move on to best cover what do you think yeah i reckon that's that's good yeah yeah okay i'm gonna let's switch it up you go first on this one okay i've got um i've actually got several on my board here so i've got a winner and i've got a honorable mention as well and a runner-up so the uh honorable mention is uh issue 23 which i think is probably going to be your favorite one it's the one with cobra commander on the front roadblock uh, with roadblock and clutch yeah that said at the time you said it was a very kind of modern style cover yeah that's my honorable mention as well okay interesting it did it came close it did come close Uh, but then i actually sat down and looked at them all and i was like no Okay, I've actually got a first runner-up here, uh, which is uh, issue 22, which is Destro on the cover. He's holding the Rattler and he's got the chess pieces. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, And my winner is issue 16. I see. Do you remember that one? Well, no, because I looked at at all of them and I just remember going, like, squizzing past 
Yeah. Those earlier ones. Um, so, so what is that? It's not this, the TV screen one, is it? What is it? I know, this is the one where um, uh, Destro and Hawk are on the on the hiss on the front cover and they're fighting. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of an old schooly one. There's planes in the background, Cobra commanders in the hiss tank. Um, just really, I don't know. Just that image really, really hit home for me. We'll post these images up on the social media so you can, if you haven't got them to hand, you'll know which ones we're talking See, about. My favourite cover surprised me. Because I think we didn't really, when we were talking about this particular issue, we didn't really talk about the cover, I don't think, for very long. But I've actually gone for Silent Interlude, issue 21, Snake Eyes in full commando garb. Rappling up the wall. Yeah. It's a good one. He's he's kind of bathed in the sunlight, isn't he? Or not the sunlight, the light from 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 the castle. Yeah. But I don't remember us saying that we loved it. No. When we were when we were reviewing that issue, but and anyway, we'll post this up. And um, our buddy, friend of the show, Mark Seddon, actually had a cover recreation um, of this issue done uh, by oh, nice. Larry Harmer, I think it was. And then it's, uh, I think it was Larry who did it. He'll correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, it's inked by Guillermo Ortega. So we'll post that up as a comparison piece. But yeah, cool. Okay, so artist, artist. So here are the choices. Um, just to break down the, the categories, the time period we're looking at, Mike Vosberg did issues 16 to 19, 22 to 25. Uh, Jeff Isherwood just did a fill-in issue on issue 20. Larry Harmer did issues 21 and 26. Russ Heath did just issue 24. And Frank Springer did 25 to 27. Uh, uh, sorry, 25 and 27 to 30. So the main bulk here, Frank Springer did five issues, Mike Bosford did six issues, and then other guys in between. Yeah. See, now I think e- I've... I'm not saying I regret my choices, but were you thinking more about runs and sort of bodies of work, or were you looking at individual issues? That is very tough, because I had it... I'm a, This is really tough. This is probably the toughest category for me. Um Russ Heath did an amazing job on issue twenty-four, so he's my be- honourable mention. But just because he did one issue, I'm not. I, he doesn't get anything from me. <laughs> he doesn't. I was going to say he doesn't get anything from me. He gets kudos and he gets a, a tip of the cap because he's an amazing artist. Yeah, so I like, googled him and I was like, oh yeah. geez, he, he literally didn't do anything. He inked like issue sixty-four, yeah. I think, and in GI Joe. But he did a lot of you know his body of work is big, yeah, he especially did. a lot of military stuff and all that kind of. Yeah, but um, that issue is insane. It is very good. So, it is very good. Um, however, like, I think Mike Vosberg did some of his best work. Um, so I've actually got. See, I didn't like. Yeah, you, okay. I've I've got dual dual runners up here. I've got Mike Vosberg, and I'm a big Frank Springer fan. So I've actually got those two as joint runners up, and I've actually got Larry Harmer as my top, even though he only did issue 21 and 26. See, yeah, same. I've got Larry Harmer as well, just because. I guess I was looking at. It misinterpreted the kind of question i was looking at it as favorite art not right. artist i guess and okay. i was looking at issues yeah and you can't that that one is just a cut above yeah. as far as i'm concerned in terms of the, like the quality yeah um and i do remember reading that thinking oh my god i wish i wish he'd stay on and do more because yeah. these looking this looks insane but then I had Russ Heath as honourable mention. Yep. Okay. That issue twenty four. But then when I googled him, I was like, "Oh man, just did that one." Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty random. Shame. 
but good art all round. You know, I'm, I'm you know, no, no shame in being an honourable runner-up or you know, whatever yeah. because top art. Um, so we've got okay, we, we've we got two well categories left. Some... We've got best issue and we've got best Joe. Oh, we do Joe. We we'll do Joe we? next. Yeah. Okay, so this is not necessarily best new Joe. This is just best Joe from that run of issues. Yeah, so I think we doesn't we, have to be have int- been introduced in this in this run. Let's face it, we've both got the same. I've got two names on my page. Well, I th- so I've got a runner-up and a and a winner because of exactly what you just said. He's not my favourite Joe, but in those issues that we're talking about, yeah, it's, it's got to be Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is my runner-up. Wow, my God! Yeah, that's bold. So you didn't have a runner-up, nothing. You just have one name on your no, page. No, no, I've got, I've got a lot of honourable mentions. Okay, so I'll go with mine. Snake Eyes is my honourable mention. I think, obviously, because of issue twenty-one and issues twenty-six and twenty-seven, uh, with that backstory, you know, he doesn't necessarily do much. So in in issue twenty-six and twenty-seven, that well, twenty-six especially. He doesn't necessarily do much the character of Snake Eyes. It's just telling the story of him in Vietnam and going back to Japan with Tommy, etc. And it's more the story around him, especially the hard master and, and, and Tommy and all that kind of stuff. So, But obviously in 27, there's that great fight scene with him in Storm Shadow on the subway. Um, but generally, you know, I obviously love Snake Eyes, but honourable mention, my favourite is Roadblock. Oh, yeah, I could have love seen that Love me some well. Roadblock. Yeah, it's just he... a it's just a jokey badass tough guy who's kind of got a quip for everyone. You know, he's 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 toting a fifty cow and just gunning people down. Just love. Yeah, the man. he kind of gets he is consistent through that run of issues, really, yeah. isn't he? He's yeah. in every. He's I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if he's not a, a name on my page the next time we do awards season as well. Yeah, but he um, seems to be. Like he's really kind of earned his spot there. He's earned his stripes. Yeah, he kind so, of. I'm not ever expecting to go any deeper with him than what we have, though. No, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I've we got learn him... late. We learn later. Obviously, this only goes up to issue thirty, but we learn later as we covered in the issues the previous week that he actually was in the choir and he was a boy yeah. scout. So he does, you know, keeps deepening. But you know. <laughs> so anyway, you have got Snake Eyes at the top of the heap. Who who else would you like to give On, a shout? Honorable out to? mentions. I have got Roadblock. Yep, Wild Bill ah, and yes. Torpedo. Okay, good yeah, choices. Yeah, big fan of Torpedo. Yes, and he features quite heavily. And obviously, he was in some of those scenes where he was in full, full yeah. scuba flipper gear on land. Yeah, how yeah. can you not love that? But it's difficult to stop when you're doing honourable mentions because all of the kind of secondary characters are so awesome. Yeah, it's really, it's really difficult to stop. But if I had to put it down to three, those would be them. So, so I think we should have guesses at what each other's favourite issue is. You can try and guess mine. Okay. I, I've got a feeling you have gone Silent Interlude. Uh, I have not gone Silent Interlude. Okay. Uh, I don't want to keep guessing because no. I don't want to under, underplay it. But um, do you want to have a pop at which one I've gone for? I think you're going to know. Um, it's issue 24. The commander it is. escapes. <laughs> it is a cracking issue. The commander's been captured. You know they're you in that, they're in that high Sierras or wherever they are. The Rockies, wherever they are, um, they're setting up a portable base. Storm Shadow. I love the bit in the plane where Storm Shadow's tracking where the commander is. Oh yeah, um, it's great. It's yeah. great. I think it's my. Is it my 
third, second of all time, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's your second of all time, yeah. yeah. Just above Silent Interlude. Yeah, it's just it's very exciting. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. So I'll tell you what mine is. So first runner-up, um, I've actually gone for issue 18, uh, which is the part of the Cobra's Plan Revealed series. Uh, it's the one where they're all rushing to the, uh, the book factory and you get ah. those panels. Basically, Destro realises that Baroness is on the plane uh, and you get those big vertical panels. Yeah, yeah, um, I do remember it. So that's honourable mention. First runner up is issue 28, which is the issue with guest art by Marie Severin. Um, she just did one. Oh, oh yeah, Actually, yeah. So, yes, I apologise. I didn't put her name down as the artist. She penciled issue twenty-eight. Um, do you remember that one? That's the one where they're escaping from Zata from the swamp. Yeah, um, I do. So, These are surprising me. And then uh, I have uh, issue twenty-six as my top issue, which is the first part of the Origin of Snake Eyes. Okay, kind of and I do remember you. Ago. I know you preferred issue twenty-seven from the pair. Yeah, you were. Uh, Really, really excited about that one. But yeah. where? So you haven't even got Silent Interlude as an honourable mention. Silent Interlude would well, it'd be their honourable mention. It'd be t- honourable mention tied third. Yeah, yeah, that's my honourable mention. Yep. Um, it's difficult because sometimes you just sort of think of the ones you've read. Yeah. You know, yeah. most recently. Yeah, okay. I, I'm definitely getting a feeling for the types of issues you like now. Right. For sure. And I think when we start talking about. This week's issues, yep. you're going to understand the types that I like. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's a good. That was a good show. That was a good, good show. show. Uh, thanks everyone for coming. Uh, stay for the after party. Uh, there'll be uh, uh, ham sandwiches and some lemonades, Yojo colas. colas. Um, yeah, and we will see everyone next time for the awards ceremony. Where we'll be covering uh, years 1985 and ฮิตมายนะโอเคซอยซอยเสเจลเสเจลมีทิ้งเสเจลมีทิ้งเสเจลมีทิ้งเสเจลมีทิ้งเสเจลมีทิ้งเสเจลมีทิ้งเสเจ
Man, the less people that come, the better. I mean, the yeah. sooner you can get out of there. Yeah, I guess so. What was it hour? It was half an hour. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, That's all right. You, you, you know, in going inside your mind is not as scary as it was for the first ten eps. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Then my my, my mission is to crank it up the scariness. No. Crank up the horrors. So I, I don't want you to become a. I don't want you to be nasty out there on the streets. Right. Okay. <laughs> Carrying nunchucks around. Yeah. Um, I have to catch up with Emma and just make sure that she still is disagreeing with every single one. What are right. we on episode? What is this? Episode fourteen. Episode fourteen, my man. My lord. All right, buddy. Have you read any comics in the last week? Are you talking specifically GI Joe? Yes, I have. Let's do it. So we have read this week issues forty, forty-one of Real American Hero, and we've read Yearbook Two. Okay, let me stop you there, Chief, because something crazy happened with me reading these comics. Tell me. I'm hoping you can uh, shed some light on this. So, I sat down to read them. I started digital, yeah? So I had one issue to go on digital. Then I finished that, and I was like, right, I'll move on to... So the trade you were in only had up to issue 40, Uh, and then you had to switch to the next trade, which started with 41. Yes, except I picked up the tangible trade... It did not start with issue 41. What? Start, started with issue 42. Holy Moses. And it's a, it's a Marvel trade. And then I thought, oh, okay, maybe I'll, I'll go back to my, you know, digital. Yep. And maybe I just missed no, an issue. that stopped and at it, 40. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? So then I Googled it and I was like, Jesus, Gungo's on the cover. I was like, there's an issue out there. Yeah. What? what? I, was like, I don't understand why I haven't got it. And then I actually just found it on... Um, readcomicsonline.com gotcha. right just a free version of it yep. but a uh, bit strange it must have something to do with crossing over between uh, so I reckon, Marvel and IDW I reckon if you had the IDW trade it would have gone up to it would have started on 41 it must do surely yeah, yeah because you're wait a minute you're, the Marvel trade started on 42 but you if you had the Marvel trade volume 4 that probably would have gone up to 41 it was an admin error. Oh, good goodness but gracious. It was a bit stressful. Yes. I can only imagine the pain you suffered there inside Ben's mind. Is there? And then I was like, even is there an issue? Is there an yeah. issue 41? Does yeah. it exist? And right. It very much does. <laughs> issue 40, great cover. Roadblock yes. on the front, 50 cal, big old image. Uh, yeah, there it he looks, is. yeah, very bright, bold. His gun is smoking. Yeah. This is October 1985, script Larry Harmer, pencils Rod Wiggum. Inks, Andy Mazinski, Joe Rosen's on lettering, and George Russo's is on colours. Yeah. This is... Do you want to give us a synopsis of this issue, and then we'll discuss it? Yep, so the Joes are setting up a portable HQ in the Gulf of Mexico. Which was a toy, wasn't it? Which was a toy, yes, yes. Big um, feature in the cartoons as well. And this is all part of an elaborate Cobra trap, uh, Cobra a plan... So, but I'll give the basic synopsis for both of these issues. Um, they, they, Cobra want the GI Joes to help them create a Cobra Island. Yeah, is the basis of this whole thing. And but, but they don't want to drop the the charges, the bombs themselves. No, for some reason. No, that's that's one of the points I wanted to mention. Uh, there's elaborate, elaborate plans from Cobra which is something they could have done themselves. Now, I can only assume that it's some kind of legal technicality that if they had triggered the San Andreas fault line themselves, 
not the San Andreas fault line, um, the the Gulf Coast fault line. Um, that, of course, San Andreas is on the west coast of America, isn't it? Um, if they had triggered the Gulf Coast fault line, would they have not been able to lay claim to this as a legal piece of land or something? There's something technicalities there. Um, yeah, it is a very risky plan because and also Joe's the Joes almost launch a nuke. <laughs> Jeepers, man! This is this first issue is all about um, decompressed storytelling. It's very much like a 2000 AD story where. Uh, you know, in that there's lots of six page stories where the writer has to tell so much story in six pages. And here you get a, a mammoth amount of story in this first 22 page issue. Um, yeah, it and felt it's, it's also like... strange that the Joes are putting a portable HQ out in the Gulf Coast based on what? Based on they found some documents in Candy's dad's basement. And they're like, holy moly, we better get a portable base out in the Gulf Coast. Well, yeah, I think what actually happened before this issue came out is Hasbro got on the blower. And said, Larry, and we've like, got a new toy. Get well, it in not the only comic. that, we got a lot of stuff. We got shipwreck. We got barbecue. Yeah. We got hydrofoils. They're all coming on the shelf. Yeah. Now you better get them into this this issue. Yeah, because we saw this, this issue is actually called hydrofoil. We saw the hydrofoils back in issue 36. But they yeah. weren't fleshed out, really. No, you just know, from a distance, wasn't it? Just in the distance. And it was kind of like, you know, was that an inventory issue? Um, and this is where we really see them for the first time. I don't know if I like Shipwreck or not. I think you asked me this before, I, no, way no, no, back. Yeah. And I said, yes, of course I do. But I'm not no, let's sure. Let's get into it. because Shipwreck basically says, lubbers, ship shape, and much. swab the deck about 10 times. I know. But I'm actually going to be a bit kinder to him because i remember him we we'll see where he goes i don't know how much i'm going to be able to handle of him yeah but in this issue i thought he was quite funny and he's just a ball buster yeah yeah he's so, breaking your balls yeah i think he was very goonish in the cartoon right but um you're more yeah, of an seems, expert on the cartoon well, than me He's he's pretty handy here, isn't he? He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he's got a funny face. I like it. <laughs> I mean, this <laughs> I issue, in this let's issue. not downplay that this issue, obviously, the the main focus is, is this thing. But there's also a subplot going on with Buzzer and Candy. Yeah, it's and, bu- Buzzer's Australian, yeah. Yeah, and I actually preferred that stuff. I preferred the Buzzer Candy stuff to the to this Cobra Island shenanigans. No, that's bullshit, Chief. No? I, no I'm not a massive fan of this issue, I'll be honest with you. Well, Chief, when it comes to the OJ curls, I'm going to blow your doors off. Okay. Okay. We this... found the type of issue you like then, I guess. Well, I think I can't be sure. I'm going to do some research. Maybe the listeners can do some research as well. But I, yeah. when I was reading these two issues, they were reminding me of episodes of the cartoon. Okay. Even down, even down to some of the dialogue. Really? When I was reading it, I was getting deja vu. And then I was like, is it just because I've read this a lot before but um it was a nice feeling yeah whatever it was yeah i mean <laughs> there are a couple of things that i do like in this issue no I, me saying i don't like it is that's an over exaggeration i do like it but um a couple of things that i really like is just going back to shipwreck quickly there's a cool bit where um he's he's dishing out you know beef to everyone and uh someone opens the hatch it's barbecue and he comes out shipwreck in that scene he pulls a gun and he pulls a shooter on him he's about to blow barbecue's head off yeah, barbecue's a strange one. But he's just he? a Joe. Surely he knows that. Surely Shira knows that anyone on this platform is a Joe. Yeah, he's about to but blow barbecue him. does look like a right chump. Yeah, he does a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing I like is um, the 
the Cobra submarine that's uh, you know uh, at the beginning, it then docks into a sunken ship which is called the Arbco Star. Arbco being obviously an anagram of Cobra. Yeah. So Cobra had a <laughs> massive tanker that somehow was sunk to the bottom of the ocean. Um, yes. And they've also got a massive underground bunker. Yeah. Kind of got- like um, Stromberg in uh, Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, very similar. I was getting massive nostalgia pangs with the uh, Crimson Guard guy. Oh, yeah, who looks like of... Jack Nicholson. Yes. it's Well, in that bottom left panel, yeah. he he just is Jack Nicholson there, isn't he? Yeah. Very Joker-ish. Um, I feel like already the Crimson Twins are kind of... Been pushed to the, they've been pushed to well, the side. If I just remember these issues correctly, they're, they're effectively just always there. Yeah. They're always in the background and they finish each other's sort of sentences yeah i don't know i could be wrong see what happens yeah. with them but um let's just quickly wrap up the the buzzer bit because he obviously oh, yeah. plays a little bit there's a there's a strange bit because he's obviously been captured from when rock and roll remember rock and roll had that chase with him yes uh, yeah yeah and yeah they, they captured buzzer um and then obviously he's now been interrogated but there's a scene where hawk's on the phone to general austin yeah, and yeah. they basically says, "Yeah, we got to let him go," you know, some red tape or whatever. And Hawk actually says, "Yeah, we've got we're holding him hostage in the pit." And Buzzer's literally right next to him. So I'm thinking, wait a minute, you just told Buzzer he's been held in the pit, and then you're just going to release him. So now Buzzer knows where the pit is. Yeah, that mm. no or not? I yeah, know. no. I think if you follow that thread through, yeah. yes, you may be the first person yeah. to ever do it. I don't know. <laughs> and then Buzzer basically, uh, it's quality bit, he's only gone about 10 yards in this penitentiary jail bus with, and he's already escaped. He's killed, he's knocked out some guards. One of them's gone flying through the window and now... Oh, that's so he, good though he's when now, he smashes on the anchors. He's, he? he's now uh, driving off in a, in a prison bus with candy. Yeah. I mean, he sends that guy right through the goddamn windshield. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Uh, yeah. But anyway, back to the, back to the main plot. Um, this is where... Um, is it Professor or Dr. Apple? It's Professor Apple. This is Candy's dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Appel, A-double-P-E-L. He doesn't seem too bothered about her. His master plan is to turn on some kind of sonar device and kill all the fish. Yes. And so then yeah. the Joes, their main Correct. panic is that with all the fish dead, this region is going to wither. We better nuke the place. Yeah. We <laughs> go straight to nukes. Yeah. But... Then they, they, they soon go off the nukes pretty quick, don't they? Yeah. When they figure out that it's it's about poundage. Yeah, it's about poundage. Doc got... basically tells them that let's just load up every conventional bomb we can get onto these sky strikers. Because yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of couple of bits I just want to mention here again. Really, really cool panel. Uh, all the fish are dead. There's a panel bottom left and Snake Eyes is running towards the camera with the other Joes in the background. Just really like the way he's drawn. That's it. Okay. Simple as yeah. That. And there's a scene which, whether this is not accurate in so much as the toy couldn't do it and logistically size-wise, don't know if it's possible, but the shark launches out of the front of the whale. Deep, yeah. Deep Six's vehicle launches out the front of the whale. Yeah, it's super cool. There's no way that ever happened. No, because I had the it. shark toy and it was not a fit in the whale. Yeah, and then um, you know we get some hydrofoil action. Hydrofoils attack nice the pages. battle platform. Really nice pages there um overconfident and then barbecue and shipwreck take him down yeah but nice no, yeah. rod wiggum is on fire penciling this issue lovely silhouetted stuff uh, 
lovely explosions of quality or the the shade in the shadow really really nice stuff yeah and then they, uh, do you like the bit where they um they send up ace yes oh, actually I'm, I'm confused that no I was, I was actually thinking that was a different bit i was thinking uh, of the next issue oh uh, the, yeah the first he's bit got, where you see ace here is like um it's scary i've never loaded one of these babes on yeah. the real before he's talking about the nuke and the ace That's is like it. uh then we're even i've never dropped one and at this point, oh. you still think they're going to launch the nukes, and that's when Doc comes up with the old, the other plan, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they do it. They drop the, you know, the demolition. They, they drop, drop the it. demolition, and then, uh, yeah, the sensors show tremors on the ocean floor. We've aggravated a fault line. And then Cobra, like, yes, we tricked, the, we tricked those stupid Joes. That's a goddamn good ending. It's a good ending. Massive cliffhanger um, leading into issue 41. Which is like yes. you said, gung ho on the cover with snake eyes and some of it trip wires there. I think they're looking, a world of hurt, aren't they? Shell shocked. Not over fussed on this cover, I'll be honest. No, it's a strange one. It doesn't actually seem. I don't know. Proportions seem a little bit off. Don't know. Yeah. But you open that first page and oh, boom, you got on. a Larry Harmer special dictated splash page. Uh, this is a ginormous tidal wave coming over to the whale. Yeah, I have got a massive phobia of waves. Have you? Huge. Thought you were a surfer, weren't you? No. No, I did, no, but I'm I, specifically tidal waves. You've got a, have, a fear uh, of tidal waves. Yeah. How often does this, that? Uh, how often does I've, that visit you in your regular life? Well, I've got I had like this recurring dream about one, which is terrifying. And then my friends used they know about this. They always used to send me these like YouTube clips of awful tidal waves. Oh right. And then it's an actual problem. Films, it's an actual problem. So there's so films I can't watch because of it. Deep Impact, there's a horrible one in that. Right. I mean, it's a bad film. You don't want to watch it anyway. No. Uh, 2012, there's yep. just awful one in that. Yeah. There's awful as in scary. Yeah. It's right. big. It's real big. Okay. And then there's some brutal ones in uh, Interstellar. I just can't handle it. Okay. But uh, so I saw Is that, that a thing? Like, Is that like an actual, what's the name? Has that got a name, that phobia? Must have. Scared of big ass waves. That's your, that's your job. That's your job this week, listeners. Uh, find us what the phobia of tidal waves is called. Yeah, it's it's not tsunamis. It's not like heavy tides. It has to have that big wave. Right. Um, but anyway, that's a heck of a intro. I was so stoked to be read. I was well excited to read this after right. that last ending. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I like the fact um, that I like the fact that um, they've built into the cobra ship that's the sunken tanker they've built in some sort of stabilizing gyro arms that come out it keeps changing yeah. <laughs> that thing that they got yeah. that's it's some got engineering massive... going on there yeah to be fair they don't really sort of show you the 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 land mass actually coming out do they no no it just it just happens yeah and then the carnage sets off with a you know, your big. So, how did you feel reading this issue? With the, you're okay reading about was, tidal waves. Well, it was a little bit stressed, but okay. it, it it was such an exciting issue. Yeah. They just had to I, strap I, themselves down. Yeah, I and, was like, that's going to batter that. Uh, you know, that yeah. bloody oil rig. Well, this got. is this harkens back to a, a key bit from the first issue, which is quite funny, because someone says we better hope the boys, you know, tightened all the nuts on this battle platform, because if you go back to the previous issue. It's quite funny. There's several Joes carrying around massive spanners. Um, yeah, wrenches, or man. wrenches, if you, I guess, if you're in the US. We've got American listeners. Um, spanner slash wrench. They're carrying around these, like, jumbo oversized things, and we're led to believe that they just hand-tightened all these nuts. 
Mate, they didn't use any, any automated. You could get a hell of a lever on those, but no yeah, automation for never... tightening these nuts. Look, Chief, it's just actually... Joe, Joe Muscle. Dude, I've used a big wrench. The leverage you've got on that. Okay. You, once you go, it's not hand tight, it's body tight. Right, okay. Once I... you've tightened a bolt with one of those. All right, all right. I'll take your word for it. I tell you, a shipwreck would have no problems with my the tightness of my bolts. No, okay. I mean, they did survive. They did, the battle platform did survive. It's looking, there's a page here where it's worse for wear. You know, all the Joes yeah. are out of it and that it's kind of tilted. And I was worried for them. I thought we might lose some peeps. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I lose any say. peeps here. Cause, and that's the other thing. There's a lot of guys in this issue. You've got Tripwire, uh, Stalkers there, Snake Eyes, uh, oh, Snowjob, Rakondo, Cutter. You know, it's a big list. It's probably the biggest list of Joes we've had in a single issue. Yeah, well, he, well, there's a really cool bit coming up where he, he's just like, oh, you know, I want everyone on this. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got to come, yeah. even the injured. Yeah, because they're but, basically, you know, they're, they're, you know, the Cobra is, there's a cool scene of Cobra where all the sides of the tanker are going down, all the vehicles are coming at his tanks, oh, stinger vehicles, uh, fangs, is, rattlers, great page, that one. It's such a good page. I was like, we're getting a war, they've got this island, they've effectively got a country... They're kind of the suspense. They're trying to, you know, they've got their lawyers trying to yeah. sort of push it through and make it legit. Yeah. And then when the trooper comes down uh, and, you know, plants the flag, yeah. it's exciting stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is just, just to recap um, the only difference here in the uh, crew for this issue is that Keith Williams is on inks this issue. But other than that, all the same. So didn't mention yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, this, this issue redeemed it for me. I think this issue is miles better than issue 40. Uh, not miles better, but this this brought the level up for me. Um, yeah, this was I was this. Is, I mean, you got rattlers oof. here taking off. You got um, yeah, because it's cool because it's like they know they're coming. It's like well, they're going to try and take it back real quick. Yeah, and the Joes are like, well, we got to get you know, we got to sort this out. And launch, it's like, launch that yes. whale, and uh, you know, Sky Strike is involved. Um, yeah, but he, he thinks he might not be able to take off because the um the 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 flag is on the wonk, isn't yeah. it? But I mean, Pretty... Ace is the best man around. If you want to, you know, if you if you need a jet being flying, it's funny how that bit's drawn because it's meant to look like his his wing is in the sea, even though he's like miles hundreds up. of feet yeah. miles up. But anyway, it's pretty cool. He does some damage, but then he has to call it a day, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Roblox got the fifty cal as normal, just gunning people down. Um, he's quite good at taking out rattlers with that, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he's done it about three times. <laughs> yeah, he's taken out a few. You know, the twins are knocking around. Twins, I'm looking at this picture of the twins. You've got that one there. cod piece. Yeah, you know, that's what I was going to say. He's got a cod piece a la buzzer. I mean, maybe that's just a Rod Wiggum thing. Maybe he just likes drawing cod pieces. I mean, the man's going into war. I think I might ask um, ask Rod, actually, because I've ordered ordered some art off Rod. Uh, I've had a few few issues, which will probably be my grind in my gears for next week, um, with... uh, uh, let's say some third parties who've been helping me to get this art from Rod. Um, but I'll go into that next issue. Uh, I'm going to ask him if he's, I need to contact him if he, if he was directed by Larry to draw cod pieces or if he's just, he was just into that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we, we'll find out. I bet there's a great bit in this that you'd love where Roblox and gung ho get the um, piece of wood. Yes. And whomp. Yeah. Boom. Crimson twins. Get, get off that ferret. Yeah, yeah, chumps. Uh, Cobra quite, Commander donning the, the battle mask is another favourite scene of mine. It's, yeah, it's so brief. He's like, this is a, this is a nightmare. He goes out there and he, he comes back pretty sharpish, yeah. all battered up. Yeah. This, this <laughs> um, issue might feature in, you know, I think the favourite issues from the next series of awards we do. For you, definitely. 
because it's oh my word yeah so much this going on it's just high the shipwreck action there's barbecue barbecue gets oh, a great bit yeah he basically acts through the hiss driver's window that axe must have caged his skull in surely there yeah that's that's the bit that i really remembered that either they i th- i actually think the cartoon took a lot of inspiration from some of these panels and have included little bits of action right I think I think that's probably makes sense as well. Yeah. Just some of them just see I swear there's a bit in the he just does the exact same thing as that. Right. Um the I guess the only issue I had it's not really an issue is just how you know I was reading it like running down a hill I was like yes 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 and then it just ran out of juice when I was like oh it cuts it you, ended it cuts it you off cut. the, it cuts you off the knees because the page before the last page because the Joes didn't even get it's just a big firefight Zartan and the dudes is exchanging gunfire there's like you say Cobra Commanders come back my troops failed me my lawyers failed me they told me we could get official recognition and then explosions everywhere um, you think it's all going to go down and then like you say that last page is just um, Hawk <laughs> on the he's on the horn hold your fire and keep it down I love that oh, he's Duke, telling sorry. them to keep it down yeah. he doesn't think I'll just go around the back and take this yeah. he's like hey hey guys yeah. everyone just stop pipe down a minute we've got an pipe important down. call coming in from Hawk both sides yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hawk's there basically saying terminate hostilities no. Cobra Island has been officially recognised as a sovereign state all GI Joe oh. personnel are to evacuate the island immediately that's an order yeah so I thought you'd have at least two or three panels there where you'd have some jive talking yeah from the Joes and it's sort of just you know they're walking off with their tail between their legs yep. whilst they're having a good old chore tool yeah. Cobra Commander's got a nice back lean <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's like yeah and then it does cut back to them and they look a little bit yeah. peeved okay well why don't you go first on this one uh, no, you, so I, don't forget we're, so this is an arc so yeah. you didn't like the first issue that much well, but you loved I, the second I, I would have given the first issue a seven just as a, as you know as a starting point and then yeah. this issue is it's either i think it's probably a low 9 so does that even out i think that evens out for uh 8 Simple, yojos yeah. for me okay i'm going i'm coming in hot with a big fat 9 yeah thought so um both if i you know both nines time of my life reading that chief yeah yep. okay so we'll give her 9 uh, we're not going to waste people's time telling you where we're putting it on our Every Joe Ever chart. We will provide links so you can look for yourself. Now, this was, a, this was, a bit, this was fun because I was like, okay, we've got something different now. Yep. We're going over to a yearbook. This, is, this, is, year this book. is quite hailed by a lot of G.I. Joe fans. I'm going to say you didn't like it. <laughs> well, no, I was excited. So I was going into it like quite pumped and I loved the kind of 80s-tastic cover yeah so just to clarify this is gi joe yearbook two um which was kind of a not an anthology but it was a recap book so it told readers you know it was almost a jumping on point um so it had yeah. lots of covers and it had talk about uh, gi joe tv show uh, etc what to expect in the future but it also had an original story called triple play um yeah so let's talk we're about cover that here so this is um larry harmer and michael golden who also did the cover. So, yeah, the cover, what do you think of that? All the Joes on the front, shooting weapons, American flag in the background. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, nice image it's of Snake Eyes. stylized Torpedo, American flag. Yeah, Ripcord, Roadblock and Lady J, like it. So th- yeah. this this basically is um, the October Guard are back. They have a new laser cannon, which they've outfitted on one of their hind helicopters. 
and Cobra have decided they want to try and steal that from the October Guard, and it's set in yeah. Afghanistan. I think I suffered from going straight into this after reading 40 and 41. Okay. Um, because, A, I found the art really jarring, and it's just not my style too at all. comedy-based? Yeah, way too kind of, okay, we've got vehicles moving forward, but to show that, we're going to have them sort of bend. Bendy wheels, too, yep. You know, a bit too cartoony. I can see why people would like it, and I could see why people would like the storyline, but I also just did not like any of the dialogue. So much talk of what weapons they're using yep. all the time. See, I, 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 I like the script here. I like, I like the dialogue. Um, it was quite basic. Well, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a. It's, it is. It's not a filler issue, but it is just a standalone one-off. You know, with no real repercussions. Um, yeah, there's definitely the thing lots is, of action, lots of chasing, chase scenes and stuff. You know, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of in your camp in that the I can fully appreciate that the art is good. Yeah, it really um, is. Really is good. Um, but for me, it's, p- it's just didn't p- perhaps like just a tiny bit too cartoony for me personally. I love the way he Michael Golden draws Destro though. Every panel and page Destro's in, I really like the way he draws him. Yeah, it's interesting because he kind of shows his teeth and um, you sort of do think, okay, yeah. there is a guy under there. But then you also do get some, you know, there's uh, on page four, I don't know if you've got the page numbers in yeah. front of you, on page four, that, that first kind of vertical panel, there's not much comedy in that panel, it's, you know, in the in the way it's drawn. So you've got a smoking hind um, flying off in the distance, the guy's running down the hill and the way he's drawn that Land Rover, you know, highly detailed, you know, really kind of good stuff. Yeah. But then you go to the next page, and this is kind of what you were talking about—kind of twisty vehicles, um, yeah, just kind of OTT stuff. However, Firefly looks pretty cool. However, Firefly and Firefly's drawn really well, quite emotive, and there is one really good um, splash page, which I'm just going to find now, uh, which is page 17, um, and this is the Cobra transport helicopter. And yeah, it's the, so cool because you get the bubbles. There's the bubbles and the fangs and the kind of the perception and of it, you know. Again, it's maybe yeah, a little bit bendy, but, you know, I, that's, that's a really cool page. Yeah, first intro of Tele Viper. First intro which, of Tele Viper. Um, they're really cool. Um, uh, you know, the, the action. And also, I guess I had a slight issue with... There's some eels in this as well. The page before, the eels uh, have just gone uh, out the river and they planted explosives. Very you briefly, could... you catch them. Ah. But page 15, yes. bottom. But why are they... Green, you're going to say? Just... Well... I think that's just a artist pink, impression. they? i got green hmm. vipers, uh, for eels in mine. I've got bright pink. Have you? On page hmm. 15? Sorry, my pages are obviously... I've got page numbers, okay. but they're not the actual page right. numbers of the... They're the page numbers of the trade. Okay. So What's the dialogue saying? Uh, that's where Firefly, good work eels... Mm. Just before that uh, big splash page, a couple of pages before. I, oh, okay. I think the and there's another one where yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, they're green. That's yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, I think it's just a shading or whatever. But I know what you're talking about. You're talking about pink. You ask, um, I think that's Dragonski. Um, yeah, he's sorry. Who's on one of the page, October yeah. Guard, and he's dressed up in and he's got a big flamethrower. Yeah, I also that's a bit where there's no, a cool panel before that where all the Cobras are jumping out of the helicopter onto the roof of the the train. Yeah. 
I just I didn't really like the dialogue on the last page where the Joes rock up. Yeah, because this is this is devoid and... of Joes at this point, and they pulled into they're on a train, they pulled into the port, and then the Joes are there waiting for them to basically steal the laser cannon. Um, yeah, this is where we felt, get felt quite propagandary. This is where we get Flint and Spirits there and Stalker. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of they fly off the flags there. They got what is that? Gulls, eagles. Yeah, you got some it girls was... there or whatever seagulls. Probably, yeah. probably not eagles. No. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I didn't actually enjoy it that much. Okay. to be honest with you. There's another cool panel I quite like where um, the October guard are driving off in their vehicles, and uh, Colonel Breakov is throwing a bottle of vodka to Stormovic. No, it's a horror show. Sorry, in the front, but anyway, um, nice, nice colours. You know. Work. Yeah, it's very vibrant, and it actually felt quite modern. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving. And you're giving really... it. You're giving it a six. Uh, I'm actually going to give it a five, Chief. Whoa. Yeah. I think... Do you know what with the yearbook? I think it's one of those things where if, if you were reading these, you know, month to month, yep. and then you get a nice yearbook, and it's like, oh, this is really cool, you know, going back through some stuff. But in the context of what we're doing, yep. I was like, ah, oh, you know, I wanted issue 42. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And especially you know, like you said, having just read forty two. If you'd have read this first before forty one, yeah. forty two, I don't know. I mean yeah. we actually did read the yearbook a little bit too soon. That yearbook two would have kind oh, really? of bisected, I think, around issue forty five possibly. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we're, we've jumped we've jumped in now because uh next episode we will be reviewing issues forty two, forty three and forty four. Yeah, we're really flying through yeah. it. We're almost, well, we're almost a third through. Not quite, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, of the original run, yep, yep. Of the original we'll run. We'll be deciding at a much later date uh, in the year what we're going to do next um, after we finish out 155 issues plus yearbooks plus special missions of... Give us some shout-outs of what you of, guys want. the Real American Hero and closer to the time, you know, when we're sort of 20 issues away from the end, perhaps... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll post a question to guys whether you want us to carry on to the IDW continue uh, IDW run following this continuity, whether you want us to branch out into the Devil's Due press stuff, the image stuff, the IDW's own continuity, whatever. You know, we might even be able to have a couple of shows, whatever, whatever you guys want, uh, as long as we keep getting the listeners. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how are you feeling about the next? Um, obviously, you know what's coming. Is this? getting into sort of your sweet spot or we passed your no, sweet no, spot no no from from issue, we... from issue 21 is my sweet spot up until you know up until issue 75 ish is is ish. is okay. all quality but in fact i like it even a bit further up to you know up into the 90s well i, right. I like it all to be honest even the bad issues i like but um you know I, it's really strong uh, right up until the 90s i think well, okay. And then, of course, you've got late stuff, which happens right at the end of the 90s into 100, which is like re-game changes and stuff. So it's probably time for Chief Fasks Ben a question. Chief Fasks Ben a question. What'll he say? What'll he do when Chief Fasks Ben a question? Oh, <laughs> a little flourish yeah, know, at the baby. end. Um, so my question <laughs> is this. Um... Going out for a leaving do for one of my colleagues next week and we are looking for a, well I'm not personally because I've had my meat day for the week, but I know a lot of the guys would like to go to a fancy steakhouse. Um, 
So why is he leaving? Did he did he not make a meeting? <laughs> you know it, baby. No, um, <laughs> being forced out. He's a contractor, uh, and my company is making a move to go perm only. Uh, oh, where does that put you? I'm a perm. You're, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. With a perm, I made that All change right. last year. Um, so we had we had uh, had suggestions of a chain called Hawksmoor. That's my answer, baby. But we can't get in there because our group's too big for the for the table. So they they declined us. Ooh, they declined us. How many people? Twelve. Man, maybe maybe it's just because you can't. I think it was the 12. time. I think it was the amount we had at the time we wanted. We wanted eight o'clock. Um, mm. But peak. Yeah, peak exactly. Oh, cheers! A fine. Steak. I mean, Are I you a big steak guy. I am not a big steak guy. I didn't think now, you were. Let's let's just recap. My mum's a but You're a burger my, man. my mum's a butcher. So we had a lot of meat growing up, but um, never had much steak. <laughs> never had much steak, and I never really choice. Cuts. Never really got into it. I just never really got into steak. Yeah, don't really see no the one... appeal of it personally. But well, um, I know people. A good steak is something that people aspire to uh, eating. And what amazed me was, though, I am not a man who goes out fine dining. And I looked at. No, I think I, we've all gathered. I that. looked at the menu: thirty-six quid for a steak, and then you got to have starters and sides Man, on top. More. Hawksmoor is big bucks, but it is worth the push. And then alcohol, I'm spending like 60 quid. You're, I think the high pitchness of your voice, <laughs> um, you're in shock. I'm having palpitations. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm having a, I would have a fish dish from the menu anyway. Uh, I saw a nice sea bass, which was 21 quid. But anyway. Um, Steak is a funny thing. Well, in the UK, people don't really have it at home. You know, yeah. as it's sort of a family dinner, you don't get a round of steaks in. Feels like it's like the early 1900s. Yes, it's, it's a tr- it's a treat. Yeah. Um, I actually bought a a griddle because yes. I thought just for well, steak. I'm going to start. I'm going to start doing this at home because it's very quick. You get that thing so piping hot. You literally just yeah. either side because I like it blue. If anything, it just reminds like me. It just rare. reminds me of Billy from Beverly Hills Cop when he's having that conversation with Taggart in the car. Yeah, he's, he's reading like Time magazine. Time magazine. Or Did you know by the age of forty, the average American has ten pounds of red meat, undigested red meat in his bowels? What makes you think <laughs> I would even want to know that, Billy? <laughs> Love that movie. Oh, it's too. But yeah, I don't want undigested up. red meat in my bowels. Yeah. Uh, Where can they find us, Chief? Uh, they can find us in all the usual places, talkingjoecomics at gmail.com. Uh, actually, I'm going to give a shout out to someone who I forgot in a minute uh, after I've done all these. Um, we're on Talking Joe Comics uh, Instagram. We've got over 400 followers now. Oh, man. Um, 400 yeah. souls. Yeah, you know we're, on, we're on 199 followers on Twitter, which is Talking underscore Joe. So How many... try and be number 200. I would yeah, say we'll give you a prize. We'll give you a shout out instead. Do you think we've got 400 real people? Or do you think some of those are Russian robots? They're all real. No, yeah, solid. Uh, Facebook, you can find us, Talking Joe, a G.I. Joe podcast. Um, but yeah, we can find you. I know people can find you on uh, Ben Flying Retro. Yes, I'm doing a big push at the moment. Yes. I don't know what I'm pushing for. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm big on the Instagrams. Yeah, yeah. Find me on Cheapy yeah. Two Shoes on Twitter if you want. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, we yes. Yeah, so I just want to quickly jump back. We had an email come in this week. Emails. We get one a week now. Oh, it's good times. They're flooding this in. This is That's from. Awesome. Uh, I hope he doesn't mind me reading it out. It's from uh, Cole Burgett. I probably should have um, checked with him first. Uh, Where's the lad from? Uh, this guy. I'm assuming he's from. I think he's from the US. Um, and he's titled his email Joe's and Mythology. 
Um, he's he's a graduate student Heavy. in a seminary, um, and he's doing work with modern uh, mythopoetic writing. What is that? Sounds exciting. Basically, he's studying the he's guy. studying the works of people like Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, um, looking at films like Star Wars and X Files, and he's now started um, digging deep into GI Joe lore. So cool. Uh, yeah, this sounds cool, uh, Cole. Keep us updated. He's asked for some uh, places where we can send him to, to find out more about G.I. Joe Law, etc. I'm going to send him an email this week. See if I can. Oh, fill the man fill, in. Fill him in. Uh, well, in, in the UK, filling someone in means you're going to beat someone up. Uh, so we're not. I'm Does not it? Yeah. Well, if you're going to fill someone in, have you not heard that before? Dude, I have never. When you fill someone in, you're filling them in with information. No, you're filling not- them in with punches to the face. Oh, no, no, no. That's just your mind, Chief. No, no. Uh, if you heard, okay. if you know the phrase "fill him in," as in beating him up, tweet us. Let us know on Instagram who's right here, Chief or Ben. We've well, never been to a meeting where it's like, you know, fill us in, Ben. Yeah, it's got a double meaning. I'm, so, I'm not saying it doesn't mean that as well. It's got a double meaning, not right. a double entendre. Chief but a just launches meaning. over the table and fills someone in. His fist down your anyway. Throat. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, reach out to to Cole. But um, sounds like he's doing good, good stuff there, and uh, he, he's he's tagged on to GI Joe and he likes the podcast. So thank you for your support, sir. God, it sounds like we've got, well, a very intelligent listener there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too, too intelligent to listen to the <laughs> both of us rambling on. Uh, we've gone long this. Christ. We've gone long this week, uh, but we obviously had the awards segment. So we hope you've stayed with us to the end. Uh, if, we've run over. As always, if you uh, want to support us, the best way you can do it is by giving us a review on iTunes. There's a funky algorithm that they run. No one knows how it works. All we know is that the more reviews and uh, ratings we get it bumps us up the chart which puts us uh, into more people's radar uh, when they're going and searching for us so it makes us easier to find and the, the higher we up we get the better show we can give you guys all that's left to say is we'll catch you down the road down, down.